When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Podcasts on the NRL Supercoach Talk Network are proudly sponsored by Brett Oten Solicitors, a law firm specializing in the entertainment, media, and tech industries. Now, if you need any intellectual property contract or other business advice, please visit brettoaten.com.au. That's B-R-E-T-T-O-A-T-E-N. Sydney-based, but servicing clients throughout the rugby league universe. Of course, always happy to have the support from the boys at moneyball.com.au as well. Daily fantasy sports where you can play from as little as a dollar. And you can win tens of thousands of dollars every weekend on all sorts of sports all across the globe. So that's moneyball.com.au. Last sponsor is Sleeper Keeper. The Supercoach branded sweatshirts are from one of our members, Alice. Make sure you jump along to sleeperkeeper.com.au. Get one of these nice warm jumpers. Uh, 20% off for all Supercoach Talk members. Just use the promo code which is contained within the post on the website. All right, the season's winding down. We'll keep cracking on with the pods for the rest of the season. Uh, we had a couple of sound issues on this one tonight, so you might hear us cutting um, in and out using a, a few different devices um, towards the middle of the show. So we do apologize for that. We did the, the best we could. Um, unfortunately, some internet issues uh, that we couldn't control, but hopefully you still enjoy the podcast and uh, yeah, good luck this week. G'day everyone, welcome back to the podcast for yet another week. There are only four rounds of the NRL regular season left for season 2017 and it is Supercoach head-to-head finals kicking off this week. So to run us through everything, we have our usual suspect on the other end of the line back this week. Joe Fitz, mate, back and well rested after a week off last week. Yeah, good week off this end of the season, mate. It always, you know, just like Cameron Smith, occasionally gets a little bit of time off from Bellamy. I've had a week off and, yep, raring to go and uh, and turn up tonight. Excellent, mate. Excellent. Good stuff. Now, a little bit of a shorter show tonight. We'll aim for about half an hour. Trades are running very low for most people, I think. So we'll talk through the teams and then we'll talk through a few, you know, maybe pinch hitters people can bring in with their last trade. Um and some sort of matchup analysis um, for the week ahead. But, mate, before we start, I have to give a shout-out. Is that okay? Yeah, mate, go for it. I've got my neighbour two houses down, got a couple of guys who work for him called Mitch and Shay. They like the, love the website, listen to the podcast, big Supercoach fans, and I've been promising them a shout-out all season. Um, and I was down there the other day, and Mitch was actually over there, so... Got to meet him, really nice guy. Um, so I said I'd give them a shout-out. So Mitch and Shay, thanks for the support, boys. Good luck in the finals. All right, mate, how did you go on the weekend? I had 11.43, and I basically stayed in the same rank. 
Yeah, I was a bit worried, but uh, managed 11.71. Nathan Cleary came good for me with the captaincy. Um, puts me up just inside the top 800. Mate, you're tagging a little way behind uh, 2,600th, but Wenon's breathing down my neck, 8.44, and he's actually uh, moved himself ahead of uh, Tommy Sangster in, in their board bet. Yep, that's right. Sangster at 917 overall. And you and Winnin have um, sort of flip-flopped places in our, in the little battle this week. So you're on top. Must only be sort of 20 or 30 points in it, though. So like we said last week, going to be very close run to the finish. It's bitter and nasty, and I'm not above getting dirty to stay ahead. Wait, I think I think I <laughs> you know what I think I know his password. Oh really? Yeah. Mm, well, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I have a feeling. I wonder who he's still got in his team. I have a Someone feeling. Someone might be captaining Malachi <laughs> Watini Zelesniak one week. <laughs> yes. Yes. You never know. You never know what could happen. We have our Broncos and Sharks game that we're going to go to this week, um, and we're going to grab a steak beforehand, so some of the steak bets will actually be paid out. I'll post them all on the site. But, mate, Jesse Bromwich is killing you. Tupo is killing Wenin, and I'm probably sort of 50-50 up and down across the board a little bit. Yeah, mate, I am absolutely copping it this year. Um, I've made what I thought were some reasonable bets, got a little bit unlucky with some, and then I've made some stupid ones as well. Cannot believe what's happened to Jesse Bromwich. It is unbelievable. The guy should – he's approaching his peak. He's not even at his peak, but he's playing like bloody James Graham at the moment, like a 32-, 33-year-old busted prop. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got two stake bets there, and it's, it's going to cost me half a cow at, by the end of the, uh, end of the year. Yeah, you'll be the Caxton's best customer by the end of the season, I think. He's absolutely killing you. But, mate, I don't know how you didn't foresee it because he was—he started off the year shocking. He hasn't had a good hasn't had a good couple of weeks at all at any stage this year. He had a three-round average of 64 when I made both of those bets. Oh, there was one injury-interrupted game, but outside of that, uh, three-round average of 64. And I thought, well, if Wenon's going to bet me 55 average, I'll take that. And you were going to bet me that he'll hit 410k. And I thought all he has to do is fall over the try line, and he should be able to, you know, get there. And he's currently at 296k. He's not even at 300. It's a bloody disgrace. What a joke. What a joke Bromwich is, but the Storm are no joke. They are looking very good this year. Going to be tough to beat, I think, come finals time. All right, like we said, news, trade time. We'll fly through it. We'll run straight... Excuse me. We'll go straight into the news tonight. A couple of injuries coming out of the weekend. Uh, Tupo, Daniel Tupo, groin injury, likely done for the regular season at least. Um, TBC there. Jack Bird's out for a couple of weeks with the shoulder. Gavin Cooper, Winterstein, and then Joe Offahengawe after he tried to um, drive that Titans player's head deep down into the turf there, um, down at Seabus Stadium down on the coast. He's going to miss three weeks as well. So a few little injuries there, nothing too major though. Yeah, almost uh, a light week for injuries compared to the carnage that we've had with guns in recent weeks. Um, Tupo being out is going to cost Wen in a stake. That, that's a win for you because he's currently 19th in centre wings and he bet you that he'll finish in the top six. So, mate, somehow, even though you're coming last in our little three-way battle, you're uh, coming good where it counts in the uh, beef department. Yep, 
exactly. I think I've got here one, two, three. I've won four stakes and I've lost two. Or no, one of them I lost to both of you, so I've really lost three. So I'm up. I'm still up one though. Can't complain about that. That's fair, mate. And I, I will be forking out on Friday night, so I'm sure we'll put some photos on the uh, Supercoach Talk Twitter account. Let's do it. We will for sure. All right, let's go straight on to the teams. A couple of really good games this weekend, actually. Uh, not so Thursday night, Rabbitohs and Bulldogs. Um, nothing doing, really. Are you going to watch this game? No, well, I'm not going to take Wenin's advice from the team's analysis, which was to watch The Bachelor instead. But um, I might work on getting some uh, some wife points up because I'm a Bulldogs fan and it, it's, it causes me pain, physical pain watching them. <laughs> um, you know, that stat going around about Hazamel Masri's uh, point scoring efforts in 2004, outstripping the whole of the Bulldogs team. I, I can't see a way in which the Bulldogs can score enough points to not beat that record. Um, you know, I think it's 324 points, and for a t- for a, a football team, much less one with a tradition like the Bulldogs, to not score that many points in a season is an absolute disgrace. And Desmond needs to go. So yeah, Rabbitohs Bulldogs. I, I might just pull a late one at work tomorrow, or any reason I can get not to be in front of the telly. Yep, agreed, mate. Agreed. Hard knocks. Hard knocks started last night, so we just got to find a version of that we can download, and then we can watch that tomorrow night. That's a good idea. So, yeah, uh, Heimel hunts in, um, uh, hunt in, hunt out for the Rabbitohs. Bulldogs 1-17, to bugger all, super coach relevance there. Um, although, you know, maybe if you've got Cody Walker on the fringe, he's 17. Uh, the decision on whether you play him or not, I think Burgess uh, is a definite goer. Um, Eels Knights on the Friday, Moroa's in, Pritchard's out, French may be a miss with a hamstring. Um, Nathan Ross, Chanel Matadia out. Dane Gagai's at fullback and SKD wing Wardle centre. Not a lot there from a super coach perspective. No, nothing doing really there either. Early game there, so not too many people are going to really be watching that one. I wouldn't think, although the Eels are playing some good footy and look um, look set for a good run here into the finals. Broncos and Sharks, like we said, late game Friday. Good game here. A couple of strong top eight sides. Jai Arrows in, offer hens out. And for the Sharks, Maloney returns, Fa'amana Brown is in, Bird and Capel are out, and Seguiaro to the bench. So not a lot of uh, Supercoach relevant changes there, but should be a good game, this one. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Um, although, uh, weirdly, the Broncos are super heavy favourites. Um, just looking at the odds makers, and it might even tip uh, who I put the VC on this week. So, yeah, interesting that uh, the Sharks are rank outsiders. So Dragons, Titans, mate, not much doing. Host and Marketo are out. Selly and Laurie in for the Dragons. Uh, Kevin Proctor's back with Parsi out for the Titans, which hopefully should, you know, help them avoid 54-point defeats. Uh, Storm Roosters, uh, a later Saturday game. Storm are 1-17, to which means no Munster, no Tohu. But Friend and Cordner uh, are coming in for the big top-of-the-table clash and Tupo and Cornish are out. Um, anything out of those two games that... Jumping out at you? No, just the no Munster, really. I had sort of penciled him to come back into my side this week, so it's a bit annoying that he's going to miss another week, but hopefully he's back next week. Um, yeah, like you say, top of the table clash here, so the second game of the week uh, that should be a really good one. 
my mustard and manslaughter trade is finally coming good, mate. Okay, <laughs> another, another 16 games for Mansour and he should have caught up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so not much doing there. So Panthers-Cowboys, Moylan's still the 18th man, which means the Panthers are 1-17. to uh, those earlier Cowboys injuries you mentioned, uh, Javid Bowen starts on the wing and Cohen Hess uh, comes into the back row. Warriors, Raiders, Hoffman's in. And how's this, mate? Your boy, Isaac Luke, benched for Nathaniel Roach. What do you think about that? Jeez, that's a bit a bit surprising, is it? I think Roach, uh, I don't know. He, I think he had like 110 or 115 or something last week. So big score for old Roachy last week, but... Yeah, mate, how the mighty have fallen. I started with Isaac Luke. I think a few others did as well, and now he's basically irrelevant. Yeah, it it doesn't seem to matter who the coach is, what their pedigree is, or even who the players are for the Warriors. There's just just ongoing cultural issues there. Yeah, something's something's wrong there. But thankfully, it doesn't really affect Simon Mannering's output. The only thing that does is the fact that he keeps getting edge minutes. Uh, Per Wenin's team's analysis, he mentioned that Manners played 95 of the last 160 minutes on the edge. But with Hoffman back now, he's in the middle. So should be back to being a pretty solid captaincy option. Yes, for sure. Yes, sorry to all the Simon Mannering owners out there. I had to put the banner curse on him last week. 58 points, so it wasn't a full curse, but it was still a half curse. Anything above the Paul uh, Vaughan banner curse, I'm going to have to live with, mate. I didn't that, <laughs> so I'm in the I'm in the plus. So um, we can move on to trade time, mate. For anyone that's got any uh, trades left. Yeah, I don't think there's many there. You you missed the last, the very last game. The Tigers another four o'clock Sunday game. Every week they seem to be playing on this Channel Nine game, up against Manly. Nothing doing, nothing doing. Tommy Turbo captain, I reckon. I'm going him. Yeah, he averages seventy two points a game uh, versus the Tigers, um, so he's a pretty good option there. And mate, it's so self explanatory. I actually bloody missed it on the run sheet. So sorry about that. No dramas, mate. So like you said, trade time. Um, I've got no trades. I'm assuming you've got no trades. I know Wenin's got no trades. Most people who are who have sort of been playing for overall and trying to make up some ground during the buy period have got no trades left at this stage. Um, so we'll just talk through a few of the more popular uh, buy options that people are jumping on. Uh, number two, we'll start with number two, Mitchell Moses. He's 389k. Scored 110 on the weekend, and he's had back-to-back 110s. However, the week before that, he had a 27. Um, obviously, good matchup against the Knights this week. But if you had any trades, would you be spending your last few on Mitchell Moses? No, that's absolutely insane. He's 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 you're paying massive overs for him at almost 400k, um, and you're paying for past performance and chasing last week's points. I just don't think he's going to be able to keep it up. Um, he's shown no ability to to be consistent week in week out, and he's had these big games before, and he's had these you know mini little runs of you know two games, or maybe even three games where he's he's gone fairly well, but then it drops off to you know 25 for the next three or four weeks on average. So yeah, Moses is one of the bigger traps in the game. I think the most popular trade-in is Rapana for this week, so I've had him for a few weeks, but he's down to 371k and he showed signs of life, didn't he, last week? Yeah, good to see old Rapana getting a couple of tries there last week, boosting his three-round average up to 44. 
five round average is 47. So yeah, very cheap for someone who I think has scored the third most points out of anyone this season. Um, so I've got no dramas with that. He's got pedigree. Um, much Would much prefer to spend my money on him as opposed to Mitch Moses. Yeah, agreed, mate. One person I would love uh, if I had the spare trades to bring in Billy Slater, uh, 523k, so I'm pretty sure he's the most expensive player in the game, but a uh, five-round average of 90 uh, just can't be beat. He's an absolute gun. Uh, it's just a shame I've run, run out of trades. Otherwise, I'd be looking to go RTS to Slater. Um, yeah, and uh, this next guy, mate, can, can you can you give me some insight as to why anyone would think to bring him in at the moment? Campbell Graham, yeah, debuted for Rabbitohs last week, 122K, centre wing only, scored 30. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market last week I think it's um I don't know I think it's just like what sort of Rod Sutherland was saying on Sanger's pod last week it's just the fact that no one's got trades left so I mean only 600 people are buying him you know so it's not like there's tens of thousands of people going out and getting him so the the only reason he's showing up on the list is because there's so minimal trades being made that just by virtue of that if you've been brought by 638 people all of a sudden, you're the sixth most most brought player. It's just like you're willingly giving yourself an AE nightmare, though. Like, if you want to trade down to a 122k player, get someone who isn't going to play. Because, you know, God help you if you are actually relying on Campbell Graham at this time of year in your 17 um, to play. It just seems a bit silly for mine. Um, speaking of silly, how about those guys that benched Ben Hunt on the weekend? Oh, mate. You have, to, you have to wonder who kept him in their team um, after he was sent to the bench just prior to the game kicked off. Obviously, he only played the 48 minutes. Three, tri- three tries, two try assists, 135 points later, and those zombie teams, including Wenin, who left him on the field, are laughing. Yeah, he, he didn't even have the humility to be embarrassed that he left him on the field accidentally, but he'll take his bloody, you know, massive score. So Hunt's uh, pretty popular this week as well, 405k, which is about what he's worth, I'd say. But um, for mine, uh, Milford is a much better option at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I haven't actually looked at Milf. What's he at? Yeah, he's at around about the same price, 416k, coming off 46 on the weekend. I would, yeah, I'd probably select Milford over Hunt as well, just because we don't know exactly what's going to happen for Hunt. He could quite easily get pushed back to the bench again this week or 
you know, or maybe play in hooker and just make a bunch of tackles and not have those attacking stats. So, yes, I would prefer Milford ahead of Hunt. All right, mate, that's that's really the trades for this week. I mean, some of the other guys in the top 10, like Jaboyevich, Nathan Brown, Cameron Smith, there's literally no point talking about them. Look, they're all good players. If you've got a trade, get them in, basically, is the go there. Let's do a little bit of start versus sit for the week. Um, who are you thinking should pe- people should specifically be starting this week? Yeah, I talked about how embarrassed I am as a Bulldog supporter a little earlier in the pod. Um, the one kind of shining light they've had or the one less dark light um, has been their defence, but I think they're actually starting to show signs of cracking, um, and I reckon that uh, you just start all your eels. You know, I know he said not to buy Mitchell Moses, and I still stand by that because, you know, you're not buying him for the week, you're buying him for the season. Um, but uh, Semi Rad Radra is just about a no-brainer VC option this week if you've got him. Um, and, you know, even Nathan Brown is a good VC option, even though he's slow and steady. But, yeah, start all your eels against the Bulldogs. I've got a feeling that... Um, the, the, the spirit's kind of gone out of the joint over in Belmore and, and some team at some point is going to put a, a cricket score on them and it could well be the Eels, unfortunately. Uh, yes, that is all good analysis, <laughs> oh but my God. Souths are playing the Bulldogs. But... <laughs> <laughs> thinking last week. Yeah, well... Oh, so, God. look, so <laughs> st- start all your Eels. Start all your Eels against the Knights. That's a no-brainer. Now, what do you think about the oh, Rabbits play? I've confused my bulldog. I've confused my bulldog's uh, hatred at the moment. For bloody, uh, yeah. Sorry what do you, about that. Well, what, what do you think about enough. Burgess and Walker and stuff like that playing against the dogs? Um, Start them. Is, 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 yeah. the Eels' chances against the Bulldogs, the Rabbitohs are the same. Um, you know, I think the Rabbitohs could, you know, really put some points on the Bulldogs. So, yeah, Cody Walker's... I think I might actually play him. Um, and if you've got him in your team, he's got to be a serious option. Yeah, well, I sold him to James Roberts last week. And who would have thought the Broncos put up 54 points and James Roberts only scores 42? Yeah, Milford and Roberts, the... the you know, two of the most heavily owned Bulldogs are, are ones that didn't get a lick last Broncos, week. Broncos, mate, not Bulldogs. <laughs> You've lost the, the Bulldogs plot. on the brain. <laughs> You've I've lost the plot. Well, I'm, I'm glad it took 23 rounds for me to absolutely lose my mind. But, yeah, I am, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've got Bulldogs on the brain, mate. This is what Desi's done to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, we got the drags up against the Titans, so Widop should have a good game there. Lafay's come out in the media this week and said that he feels partly responsible for the Dragons' um, dip in form of recent weeks, so look for him to have a big game there. Penrith up against North Queensland Saturday night. Um, look, Cleary could have a good one there. I think it. I don't think it's going to be huge. Um, obviously, still starting, but maybe not a captain option. Uh, this particular week. When in start of the week is Peachy um, up against the Cowboys for some particular reason. And then on Sunday over in New Zealand, we've got the Warriors, the given up Warriors against Canberra. And then obviously, like we said earlier, we got Wests up against Manly. So I think the likes of Rapana, Tommy Turbo, 
maybe even BJ Lua if you still got him. Hopefully Jake Turbo can get an attacking stat or two. There could be a few big scores from those Sunday games. Yeah, I agree. Um, hopefully there's, you know, shakes a bit loose with those Sunday games. And I tell you, I know that Peachy might be winning the start of the week. I tell you who's not, bloody Josh Mansour. I've been just, I keep talking myself into that bloke. And, you know, Penrith have had this soft schedule uh, playing at home week after week. They're at home again. And Peachy just will not pass the bloke the ball. It is unbelievable. So, yeah, Peachy might go large, but it's going to be at Mansour's expense. So, Stay away from the source. Stay away from him. That's right. It's interesting. There's a couple of, like we said, a couple of good games this week, like Broncos and Sharks and then Melbourne uh, versus the Roosters, but the odds are quite heavily favoured uh, in the home team. The home team's in these ones. Broncos $1.45 and Melbourne $1.37. There's actually quite a few sort of one-sided games according to the odds this week. The closest one is actually supposed to be South versus Bulldogs tomorrow night, so... There could be some big attacking stats, you know, potentially across the whole weekend this week. I promise you that the South Bulldogs game will not be the closest game this week. That's all I will say. I know, I know, I've got Bulldogs on the brain, but that's one thing I'm, uh, I'm absolutely confident on. And yeah, it's weird that the uh, the odds makers aren't, um, you know, at least giving the Sharks some credit for Maloney and for Manu Brown coming back. And uh, similarly with the Roosters, Jake Friend and Boyd Courtney coming back, I thought would have moved the needle. But yeah, both of those visiting teams pretty heavy underdogs. Yeah, definitely. All right, who are you going to sit here this week? Fafida has been having a shocker last few weeks. Tal Malolo, two-round average of 53. It looks like his minutes have been down the last couple of weeks. Well, his, his minutes have been down probably the last month, but I think he actually played something like 72 uh, minutes last week. He was just ineffective for, for 50 points. And, you know, um, in our Young Legends League, uh, it was up against Tommy Sangster, who captained him. So, you know, um, that was good for me uh, to get up there. But, yeah, uh, two-round average of 53 is a far cry from what he's been doing earlier in the season, um, you know, regardless of minutes it seems so yeah I would tend to with a lot of most people having a lot of back row deaths um, you know give Tamalolo a miss and if you can possibly get away from starting Fafita um, he just hasn't had it he, you know just to get that three round average of 54 he's relied on updates the next day um, just to get into the 50s uh, I'm pretty sure every time so yeah something's just gone uh, off the boil with those two guys because otherwise you'd pretty much consider them start every week premium forwards but they're not doing the business no they're definitely not no Sammy Burgess has had a couple of bad weeks but he did get sent off last week um sorry Simbind obviously and the the minimum minutes the game before held him back Jack DeBellin's been coming on quite strongly last few weeks 76 84 70 so he's been giving good output uh, for people like myself who have got him so definitely continue to start him Obviously, you know, everyone else knows the likes of Nathan Brown, etc. Uh, Gallon's been a bit down the last few weeks as well, but I think Gallon in particular could be set for a big game this week up against the Broncos. Yeah, well, he's um, hasn't played a lot of minutes and he's been a little bit off the boil, still better than for feeder. Um, if you've got a choice between the two like I do, um, I'll be playing Gal over Fafita and uh, bringing DeBellin in um, at Fafita's expense. So, um, yeah, Gallon's not so much sure if he's a captaincy option. Um, you know, 
given that the Broncos are at Suncorp and, and it's earlier in the week. But, um, yeah, Gale's a definite play. Yeah, for sure. Right, last one, Dylan Walker. Three-round average 37, coming off a, a 16 and a 21. Uh, luckily, I left him out of my side last week, um, and Michael Morgan played him ahead of Dylan Walker, and he finally got a decent score. Can Morgan do anything up against the Tigers this week? If uh, Dylan Walker, you mean? Yeah, um, Walker, sorry. Yeah. You've, got, you've, you've got my uh, disease, I know, mate. I um, long season, long yeah, season. It is a long season. Mate, if he's going to do anything, you would imagine it's going to be uh, against an open side like the Tigers. I know that they're, they're putting a shift in for Ivan Cleary, but they still leak like a sieve. And, um, you know, you've got to think that it's... If you're ever going to play Dylan Walker for the rest of the year, it's got to be this week. Otherwise, he's just going to sit there as a, a non-playing reserve. Um, he's had the goal kicking taken off him, which has shaved a few points, but you know he just doesn't seem as involved at the moment. No, no. But yeah, I agree. I think he, he might be an option to give um, a run in your side this week. He could get a decent score. All right, trades this week. There's no need talking about that because neither of us have any. Uh, VCC, I'm going to go VC Corey Norman up against the Knights, and at the moment, like I said earlier, I've got the captain on Tommy Turbo. Um, I'll probably let it ride there, I think. I think he could go quite well up against the Tigers. What about yourself? Yeah, pretty good option, Corey Norman, up against the Knights. It's the Knights he's playing. Um, Who did I say? You know, you said the Knights, mate. I okay. Just, said, when you said Corey Norman, I thought, yeah, playing the Bulldogs. I don't know what's wrong with me. I apologise. <laughs> um, on milk, mate. You know, we'll uh, we'll have a belly full of steak and uh, a few beers in the game uh, without, you know, when and and uh, catfish and a few of the boys watching it. So it's always good to uh, have the vice captain or the captain on a game that you're attending. So I'll be back in Milf home and. The captaincy is on Jordan Rapana. Okay. Um, he came came back to form a little bit, and you know, as we all know, more than any player in the comp, he is you know he gets on this roller coaster, and you know if you get on at the right time, uh, like some people have, um, he can get you kind of 240, 250 points as a captain. So yep. Uh, the Warriors are doing bugger all uh, this year. The spirit's gone from them. So, hoping as a as a fellow Kiwi playing against um, you know the Warriors that Rapana will come up big. For sure, mate. For sure. All right now, I know you asked me to put the word out on Twitter for question time, and I do apologise, mate. I didn't get round to doing it. So we will. I think we've had we've had some sound issues on the pod anyway. So I know the sound's not the best. So we do apologise for that. So we might we might get to wrapping it up. Um, head-to-head finals, week one this week. Any particular tips for those people hoping to progress in their head-to-head leagues? Uh, look, I think that you have a look at the matchup, and if you are the underdog, um, just you know maybe put uh, you know the reserve on a, a back that has a possible higher ceiling over someone like a you know a, a Jack DeBellin or or someone like that that, you know, might just put in a shift but not necessarily go massive. Um, yeah, play the odds if you're the underdog, roll the dice a little bit more, have a gamble. And conversely, if you're favoured, um, I'd just be just that little bit more conservative with my captaincy choice and just, you know, tend to go forwards over backs just to protect, you know, what should be a lead. And what about people like myself who didn't make many, if any, 
um, <laughs> league finals and are battling it out for either for the minor premiership. I mean, the minor premiership's still important, isn't it? No, it's really not, mate. And you should be absolutely embarrassed that you haven't made the finals in a lot of these leagues. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, the, the Young Legends League we're in, mate, uh, did you... It's a 12-person league and you did not finish in the top eight. So... No, um, I did not. I finished yeah, the, in... I'm in one. I'm in one final out of eight leagues. Holy crap. But overall points, overall points is what it's all about, and I would have, I would have been a bit higher in some of those leagues on overall points, I think. But in the in the buy rounds was where I, I did a bit of, uh, you know, I did a little bit better than than a couple of other people anyway. But there wasn't as many head to head games on those weeks. But oh well, what yeah. are you gonna do? Be you but at the same time, you know, that's the nature of head-to-head, isn't it? That you can be top 2,600 and, you know, not even making the top. So, um, you know, that that's the randomness of head-to-head. Um, so just further to our point before, um, I think Bill Barnwell, uh, the ESPN writer, talks about uh, David and Goliath strategies. Um, if, you're, if you're behind the eight ball and... Uh, have a David strategy, throw the, the likes of Cody Walker in there, the ones that could unexpectedly go large, um, and just really put it to your opponent and give yourself the best chance. For sure, mate. I just every, Whoever Brendan is, who owns Team Lankster in the SC Talk Warriors League, that is the one league that I made the finals in. So, Brendan, I'm coming for you. You are going down. I'm going to get... It also the- sounds like... Brendan, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Let me have one. (laughs) Just let me get through once. All right, mate. Thanks again for jumping on. Good luck for this week. And I'll see you on Friday night and speak to you on the pod next week. Cheers, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.